Next podcast with Chris and Todd. We are in uh, our second edition, uh, and I'm excited. Uh, This is going to be good. We're talking with uh, Katie and Kelly, and uh, again, this is Hot Toddy, Um, (laughs) so always great to have him. Do we have to call him that, or no, can we no, just say Todd? No. Okay. But it's funny. But it is starting to stick with other people. Oh. It's, it's kind of weird. People but, yeah. came up to me this last week. He goes, I got to bump into Hot Toddy uh, this week. You're wearing a sweater, so maybe you're Thank warm, you. so Thank it fits you. a it's little awesome. bit, right? Yes, well, okay. you know, I think it speaks for itself. So <laughs> we're here, <laughs> and we're just in this conversation about, about yeah, service. Turn the conversation, we're, Chris. Let's, let's make that left-hand turn, NASCAR yes. style. Um, <laughs> right into conversation about serving. And and you guys were so great at kind of just kind of giving a, a why. A couple of things we want to just lay the groundwork for as we start this conversation. Uh, Saturday Serve is the second Saturday. Mm-hmm. We meet at West nine times out of 10. Yep. And eight o'clock, <laughs> come for some breakfast or 8.30. I mean, if you want to be there to help... We would we'll give it. you a yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. could help set up or check Definitely. in. You can get the pre-Saturday service fix yes. at 8 o'clock. Maybe but, even an early breakfast. Ooh, there you go. Or come at 8.30 and have some breakfast, mm-hmm. and then we just kind of have a rundown. And then also, we just gave out Save the Dates this last week yes. uh, love for your Love Your Neighbor. And we've got June 11th through 17. Yep. Uh, put it on your refrigerator. Put it in your phone. Don't go out of town. Mm-hmm. Be yeah. here. It's our mission trip to our community. Planner. That's right. Yes. It's awesome. Uh, we're already having conversations with planning and and excited about those different things where God's going to open doors that we're going to be able to walk through to to be able to serve yes. our city and our region, and uh, excited about what that's going to look like. And those are kind of you talked about it, Katie, last time. Is like those are good on ramps mm-hmm. for people. Super good like, on ramps. Low commitment, want, yes, but high. I would say uh, return yep. on investment of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we say a lot. You're connecting with other people, mm-hmm. yep. and it's super easy. Like. Yep. Because you're serving and talking together, so it's yeah. easy. But then it's it's again that practice of putting feet to your faith, like mm-hmm. having an opportunity to just. Connect. I tell people do things where you can always make the church feel a little bit smaller. Yes. yes. Uh, if mm-hmm. you do yeah. that, you start to feel like, oh, this is easier to connect in these environments. Mm-hmm. And I think Saturday service is a great one of those. Love your neighbor is that even on steroids mm-hmm. for a yeah. week, but it's also but really still well in done. small groups yep, of but serving. Still in yep. small. Yeah. So. So you leave knowing somebody. Yeah. Yes. And hopefully feeling like you got to make a difference. Yeah. And whether you feel it or not, you did. So we're pumped about that. Yes. But. Yeah, and there's such a variety <laughs> of just those different things. And I think that's the beautiful part about serving is just the the ability to have variety and mm-hmm. and, and make impact and engage in, in different yeah. areas that, oh, that yeah. can be powerful. So Even for kids. And yeah. I think our, we have an incredible next-gen ministry mm-hmm. that already does that. A yeah. lot of the kids that are serving yeah. on the weekends are kids that are part of mm-hmm. the next-gen sure. ministry also. Um, but we try to do where... Anybody, any yeah. any age, any skill level, from kid friendly to construction, yeah. we really we really try to build opportunities around where anybody and everybody yeah. can find a place to. Yeah, serve. I would mm-hmm. say Jordan has uh, my youngest has caught fire. She just I love uh, seeing her. She yeah. loves. She wants to come, but it also spurred her to want to serve on Sunday mornings as well. Awesome. So, so now she's a junior helper. So like yeah, she good. really. Has has found just this really fun niche mm-hmm. of, of being a part of that, and she's enjoying it. Yeah, a lot, she so. probably yeah. could lead an activity or two in the probably. next few Saturday serves. Yeah. I think even so, there are. We did have a group of uh, youth yeah. guys yep. um, making fleece blankets. <laughs> I watched that, week. <laughs> and I mean, there are some things we might want to vet them out for just a little bit. Um, 
<laughs> but it was all good. Painting and, and fleece blankets are the top two. Yeah, that we probably I think you resonate yeah. a lot of like junior high moms right here. We there's some things we could let them out for. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. It was good, and if they were made with love. Yep, and, they were. Yep. <laughs> and they'll be warm. No, they, yes. yeah. They're they're blankets. <laughs> we'll call them that. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I it was didn't, fun. Yeah, I didn't. They had a good community time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's good. cool. Well, yeah. with this one, we'll kind of switch a little bit into the global conversation sure. of this. But before I dive into it, I just would love to hear, like, would you guys, as you guys are navigating so many people within our church and having them take the steps, would it be wise, as they listen mm-hmm. to this global conversation, start locally and then go global? Or where do you guys land on that? Um, I I would actually, I think it, it depends because there are a lot of people... Almost everybody, not everybody, but almost everybody that comes to us and is is starting to serve is either already serving somewhere in the church okay. or they're on their way there. In fact, in the next few Saturday serves, we'll actually be inviting people who aren't to jump, to, in. To jump in. But okay. we kind of have uh, – there's some duplicity because they're often already on a team yeah. Yeah. and then – but they're also, you know, kind of learning and growing in that way. I, I would say for most people locally – Getting getting involved locally is a really good idea okay. just because mm-hmm. you want to know where you live yeah. before you go somewhere else. Yeah. But I also think that there are people that the Lord has very clearly put a passion for a specific place or people group. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And so it's not necessarily bypassing. In everything that we do as we prepare to go global, the goal is always to go and be good stewards of that while yeah. we're away, but to bring that home okay. and to make home yeah. better. Mm-hmm. But I do think there are people who... The Lord is just specifically called yeah. to a place. Okay. I think people probably need to assess their own um, their own walk, their own faith, and where mm-hmm. where they are too. Yeah. Because serving globally, you're more than likely to uh, feel isolated mm-hmm. um, and more dependent on God yeah. because Absolutely. you're going to be out of mm-hmm. your comfort zone. Yeah. And so, um, if you're not there yet, yeah. you know. That well, yeah, and I've I've led so many trips, um, just in in the fun conversations that come out of those moments when, mm-hmm. when somebody looks at you and says, you know, I thought I was gonna give a lot, yeah, and they and then they go, but I got so much mm, more yes. in return, mm-hmm. and I yes. think, I mean, you can have that conversation before somebody goes, but mm-hmm. but it really yep. is hard to wrap your mind around that 100%. idea, of like going somewhere and being like, I'm gonna go save the world, and yeah. you're, and I yeah. want people to be like that too, but. But I also want them to be willing to listen to the conversation like, hey, you're going there to serve. And and yes. we are just coming alongside those. Mm-hmm. We talked about it at West this week in our yep. in our time. Yep. Uh, just we want to make it better than when we got there. And mm-hmm. that is making the people that are already ministering there mm-hmm. make them look yes. better and serving them. And, yeah. and that's Absolutely. really That's so why we important. love to go through yeah. local churches too. But I also think – I think um, – well, one – if you're living in a place and it frustrates you, the problems here frustrate you, the people here frustrate yeah. you, <laughs> um, you're, we naturally look for where yeah. else can we go. Mm-hmm. And not even for travel, you know, just to yeah. be traveling. But I think yeah. I think there's a legitimate, we're just people mm-hmm. and people yeah. want to yeah. look mm-hmm. at something else. And so one of the elements within our training for global outreach, global mission trips, mm-hmm. is actually um, an element of working through financially or even just see the season of life that you're yeah. in. Yeah. We're we're also going to provide you some local options where you mm-hmm. can serve yeah. in a global way, but you're going to do it here because it may just not be a good time for you. Mm-hmm. So just consistently reminding people that they they go hand in hand mm-hmm. yeah. and one is not better than the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Did you want Two. them to kind of share 
Yeah. Kind of like what we're looking at for, I mean, I know we shared it, our locations, but if you didn't make it this weekend, um, what what's kind of coming up and in, in the global connection that we have? Yeah, I think I'd love to hear more of like, why do you guys pick, like what we did was local, but why do we pick the places that we're going mm-hmm. to? Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of is your mindset when it comes to the global outreach mm-hmm. as a church? I know it's a big umbrella, but I think it's important for us to understand yeah. as a church, why do we pick what we do and what are we doing? Yeah. Those, those two, I think, would be big questions to answer. Okay. So we'll start with our partners. Okay. And then we'll go to where, because COVID, there, there's a few elements. Right before COVID, did you guys hear about COVID? <laughs> do you know that that was a thing? Just a okay. little bit. So um, before COVID, we when we pick partnerships, it's really parallel with the way we do it locally. Mm-hmm. Okay. We say, what's going on in the world? Where are organizations and ministries that are running towards and meeting needs mm-hmm. in ways that are reflecting the Lord and mm-hmm. magnifying the yeah. Lord? And so let's let's get in with those. Um, the difference between local and global is here, we will have an entity for food insecurity and an entity for homelessness and an entity for yeah. transportation. They're all a comprehensive Mm-hmm. Um, it's a comprehensive strategy globally, mm-hmm. which works really well because they're mobilizing in communities that don't have the option of having all of those separate things. So we really just look at what's a good fit. Um, there are a few things uh, that we one of the one of the things that we do that we don't do locally because it's already here is Illuminations, yeah. which is uh, an organization that translates the Bible. Mm-hmm. into every language on the planet, which is a really That's big awesome. deal for us as a, a church is we, we won't necessarily be going yeah. into those communities and delivering the Bibles. There may be a day where we get to do that, and it would be amazing. But what matters What matters to us mm-hmm. or what should matter to us as a church? And getting the Bible into yeah. every mm-hmm. person's hand on the planet matters. So that's one of our organizations. Um, and then we have uh, Rooted Partners, mm-hmm. and Kelly can talk a little bit more to this one, but um, it's a where is a place that we can go mm-hmm. uh, and likely have a long-term partnership. We actually just sunset some of those partnerships right before COVID Mm -hmm. because the goal is not to be in a community until the end of time. We want to push it forward, but it should never be something that relies on us. Mm -hmm. We want to help empower them Mm -hmm. and encourage them and then cheer for them when they're Mm -hmm. able to take care of things on their own. Do you feel like that's a switch too with global and local? Because local, you can be like, hey, we're here. Like we're going to be here. Global, it's like, we're not. No. Well, and so it. a lot of the leadership structure matters a lot. And also there's a lot, there's a lot more trust involved okay. <laughs> globally because we just can't be there. So relying yeah. on the people to be just good stewards and, and it's our responsibility to vet. Yeah. Um, because and, we, mm-hmm. we take very seriously um, the ties and offerings that we yeah. have the responsibility mm-hmm. of stewarding. Absolutely. And so there's a lot of interaction that happens um, and a lot of really hard conversations yeah. that happen on a global front that we don't have necessarily the relational equity that we would have locally to say, hey, so you said you were going to do this and it's not happening. So can mm-hmm. we work through that? Globally, it's a little different. Um, and we're really thankful that that doesn't have to happen a lot, that mm-hmm. evidence of fruit and all yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had some partnerships that that were sunsetting because those communities were thriving and ready to go. Yeah. And so uh, when when everything shut down, it was actually a good incubator time, I would say, for us to go, all right, so what What do we want to do? Mm-hmm. Um, and the Rooted Partner is with World Hope, and I want you to talk about that, but I'll go to the other side of it, which is Convoy of Hope. Mm-hmm. And we chose them because they're a partner that is everywhere. They do work domestically and internationally, 
in all kinds of ways, but a lot of it is disaster relief response gotcha. where when there are earthquakes or hurricanes, yeah. they're going and they're not just going with supplies. They're going, bringing the word of God with them with hope. and ministering with <laughs> hope, convoy. Um, bringing the convoy of hope. Of hope. You wanted to go um, down the convoy route. We got a great, mm-hmm. anyway, sorry. Is there a song? There Should is. we sing it? Oh man. He's okay. got a song. I've got a song. <laughs> Let's sing. No. Okay. Um, so the goal, though, is really parallel. Yeah. Like, where are the needs? Yeah. And how can we not just throw pebbles? Mm-hmm. How can we, like, boulders yeah. towards mm-hmm. these these things? Mm-hmm. And it's really great knowing, though, that globally, the likelihood of everybody getting to be involved yeah. is decently minimal. Yeah. Um, specifically, we have some long-term missionaries that we support. Most of them are in the Middle East. We can't often even say where they are yeah. Yeah. for their yeah. safety. Um, most fountain springers will never go over there. But it matters to us mm-hmm. that Jesus gets shared there yeah, and relationships absolutely. are developed in his name. And so w- we will support missionaries that are going. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, it's it's so the heart behind it is is actually fairly identical to local. It just looks different in the way that it's walked out. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk about World Hope, though, and enable the children? Sure. So we are partnering. One of our rooted partners is World Hope. Yeah. Um, and they have a kind of subset is enable the children um, so they are based out of Sierra Leone, Africa. Mm-hmm. It's on the West coast of Africa and their mission, they do child sponsorship, but they are really, um, I guess, focusing on children mm-hmm. and families who have disabilities, yeah. um, kind of backing up to some of the root cause that world hope is working on is clean water, mm-hmm. um, which we see a lot around, yeah. around the world. Um, but there is a higher number of kiddos with cerebral palsy Mm -hmm. and autism and some other uh, specific disabilities in that area um, that probably are from not having clean water. Mm -hmm. Um, But Enable the Children is an organization that um, they have physical and occupational Mm -hmm. therapists that actually go into the homes of the families to do the therapy. And the reason why they go to the families and not bringing the kids Mm -hmm. out is because in that culture, the kids are still sought as demon-possessed. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so they have absolutely no value, mm-hmm. and that goes on to the family. So the yeah. family has even a hard time going to the local market mm-hmm. and um, coming yeah. out. So um, I think their organization is probably trying to help twofold, you know, trying to yeah. show people they are not demon-possessed yeah. and they have worth and value and they've done some of those um, e- events, local mm-hmm. events. Yeah. They have a big beach event um, annually in March. And they've actually have changed some of the political um, outview. There's mm-hmm. a lot of leaders, um, even countrywide mm-hmm. leaders, that are coming in and um, seeing, okay, this is, this is okay. Um, but again, what we'll be doing is we'll be going with the therapist into yeah. the homes and helping – with the kiddos doing some of the therapy. Now, a lot of it is just yeah. play therapy, mm-hmm. showing them how to eat or stand or sit on their own. Um, we'll be visiting with some carpenters who make mm-hmm. some therapeutic devices. And then, you know, we have here very, very high tech um, yeah. physical therapy devices. And um, theirs are, you know, mostly wooden, just mm-hmm. straightforward. But they've been doing this for so mm-hmm. long, they are seeing that kids are just, instead of, you know, just lying on the floor doing nothing, 
are learning to walk, are they're able to go to school, um, and become you know wonderful citizens in their culture, and um, yeah. So we'll be doing that. We'll also be kind of how Katie has alluded to several times, um, taking care of the staff um, yeah. because they're they work nonstop. Mm-hmm. They don't get the luxury of yeah. going out to eat or, you know, um, they work nonstop. There's not a lot of them yeah. Um, yeah. and they work tirelessly. So we will probably try to do some sort of retreat um, day or two yeah. for the staff there. Okay. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. crazy yeah. going into different cultures, just a couple that I've been in and um, just watching that scenario, like whether in, you know, Central Asia or or just in, in the Baltics and just watching that same similar scenario that plays mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. and whether it's a heightened awareness that we have or just our attention to focus on those scenarios is not what it is in anywhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. But it's cool watching when a door opens for churches uh, to begin to have those conversations mm-hmm. of what part can we play. And, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. the beauty of the church is this reality that there are so many people that are passionate about things that that can help in this conversation and help mm-hmm. move the ball down the field to mm-hmm. say, oh, man, I really, I connect with that. Like I had a conversation mm-hmm. just uh, over text the other day and, and one of my friends, she's like, I can't wait to go on one of these trips. Do I have to go to all the meetings? I said, mm-hmm. no, if, if you were listening, you have to go to one informational <laughs> meeting, then there'll be team meetings. But yeah. yeah. But um, it's also fun to watch the long history that that has gone in. I mean, I've watched Sierra Leone for a long time mm-hmm. and, and just the cool stories, the amazing God stories that have come out of this long mm-hmm. before we even come to this place yes. and, and going, wow, God is doing some cool stuff. But, mm-hmm. but it's also tough because you're like, man, I want us to be here and we're, we're still here. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Just be patient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, God's, God's doing this. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the cool part that, people from Fountain Springs are going to be a part of that story is is amazing. So, Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I would say, so Save and Healthy Kids, it's a fit yeah. in that yeah. way, but they're also rooted in a community. Yeah. So it's community development from yeah. the inside yes. out that we get yes. to just yeah. come in and, again, help push forward. Because mm-hmm. yes. I think yep. when people know that they're seen and valued, yeah. mm-hmm. whether they're the staff working or the parents who are striving mm-hmm. so hard to help yeah. remember that their children yeah. matter and mm-hmm. go day-to-day working, yeah. mm-hmm. um, just in the reality of their life or the kids even going people mm-hmm. I matter to people yeah. absolutely um, so the other the other trip that we're taking that we've we've got tied down is a kind of a fun story because we were looking for a domestic trip mm-hmm. also it's yeah. been a few years since we've sent mm-hmm. teams and so easing back into it um, Africa is it's going to be an incredible opportunity mm-hmm. to really work and, and deepen our understanding I think of just even how God sees us. Mm -hmm. And I'm so excited about it. Um, But we wanted a domestic option too. So the other one is on the Navajo Reservation in Black Mesa, Arizona. And it is with an organization called Experience Mission, which is Mm -hmm. actually not one of our rooted partners. But we don't partner with an organization just based on whether or not we can have trips. It's a huge plus. Um, But if they're doing really good work and we feel like that's Mm -hmm. a good stewardship Mm -hmm. move, then we'll go with them. Um, Experience Mission is a mobilization yeah. organization, though, that helps people find good fits just wherever they mm-hmm. want to go. So what we love about this one is, um, one, we live within close mm-hmm. proximity of reservations. But sometimes when you live close to reservations um, or places, the accessibility and opportunities are, might not be there yep. as well. And some of that is just because there's been a lot of experiences 
that that people there have had where maybe they say, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a neighbor, that might not be a good idea to mm-hmm. come. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yeah. the proximity limit stuff. And so going, one, I think just to say, let's be learners mm-hmm. of what this life is like from from afar, from somewhere yeah. farther away. It might open up some doors. But also we partner with an organization under our Safe and Healthy Kids banner mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. locally called Naomi's House. It is essentially an in-house foster care uh, for kids on the Pine Ridge Reservation, and it's brand new. It's just okay. starting. But their their initial house is on the Navajo Reservation. Okay. So right. that's what drew us there because we thought, gosh, if we can go learn from the place yeah. where it mm-hmm. started and get to see and connect, that means that we have all of that yeah. information and knowledge to be able to be open-handed and walk with the one that's yeah. just starting Thank locally you. In, a, in, a, in an informed way yeah. um, and having some experience. So we'll be going and partnering with local churches, mm-hmm. which is our favorite thing to do. Yeah. We want to help the body of Christ. Um, again, know that they're seen and they're valued, yeah. but then also like rolling up our sleeves and what can we do to help. And so really excited, um, maybe more accessible for people yeah. because of distance and time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the goal is, and we, we just had a training meeting last night and you get to learn a lot about yourself when you're walking yep. through. <laughs> like, what do I bring to a team? Yeah. What do I need from my mm-hmm. team? So a lot of just reflection questions too, because the preparation piece is really mm-hmm. important when we come so home. Vital. That reentry yep. is also important because mm-hmm. whether you're going to Children's Home Society mm-hmm. during Love Week to yep. serve for a day yeah. or you're going for a week and a half, there's some processing that needs to happen. Um, and so we just try to be really intentional about mm-hmm. the way that we do that and remind people that what happened in Africa, God's doing work here mm-hmm. too and wants to use you for that yeah. too. So some of it is just kind of waking waking ourselves up and going, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. can get out of my rhythm yeah. and really honor the Lord in the way that I'm invested every day. Yeah. Well, sometimes know, it takes getting out, though. It does. It does take getting out. Well, and then sometimes it just takes different voices, too, saying the same thing. Yes. Right. Um, but, yeah. I mean, even our students are, are going on a yes. trip. Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Uh, Costa, Costa Rica. Rica. And, and last year they went to Alaska. They had a little buy-in this year. Um, really saw uh, almost their numbers double, yes. uh, a little more than awesome. double. And, yeah. and so that's exciting. Uh, um, just looking forward to the reality of what that's going to do. One, to, to just build excitement in mm-hmm. their world vision mm-hmm. and, yes. and their ability to see things more globally, yes. but but also man, serving and and finding that life is so much bigger than mm-hmm. what they see in front of them, whether it's a phone yes. or a screen, like yeah. man, people live in such a way that mm-hmm. that it one better appreciation, but two, God God is at work. I mean, yes. God is mightily at work in Huge. Costa Rica and, yeah. and other places that, that you go and it's fun for them yeah. to to connect in that mm-hmm. way and mm-hmm. and watch their faith just blossom yes. in such a powerful yeah. way, yeah. yeah. Which I'm I'm looking forward to hearing about and seeing. Mm. So I think a lot of people's initial, like I would say, most people would say a camp or a mission trip mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. like a launch, instrumental, a yeah. launch pad yeah. Very for their faith. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I actually would contend that it it's not because of the work that they yeah. did or even where they went. Yeah. It's that they they. They reframed the way that they were thinking, and I think we're people, so we sometimes just need that kick. I also think anytime you put yourself in a spiritual environment Mm -hmm. that is bent towards, it's not the normal work week, it's not the normal, normal family, all that kind of stuff, Um, it is, we're going to do things differently, Mm -hmm. and this is about what God wants. 
Yes. I go, God, God usually speaks in those moments. Mm-hmm, yes. Not usually. I think yeah. I've seen all it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so those Sometimes are not in the way you want it to. You're right. <laughs> Sometimes you're like, I wasn't expecting this. Um, <laughs> but I, but that brings me, this kind of last question that I had for you guys is we've talked through locals. We've talked through global. I've, I've seen it in churches before to where sometimes it's the thing that gets idolized, mm-hmm. the huh. social justice or yeah. the, and I'm not saying, hear me, Please, like, I believe God wants these things to happen. God yep. is about these things. But at the foremost, and the critical thing for humanity is to be reminded, God is first. Yes. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so as you guys have led local and mm-hmm. global, I know there is conversations. I know there is temptations in this to mm-hmm. kind of make it about something else. So how do you help? Because I heard it, like, there's trainings, there's all those things. As people re-enter, especially from mm-hmm. a global missions trip, mm-hmm. it's reminding them, hey, hey, hold on. Remember what this is about. Mm-hmm. As you guys have navigated those conversations, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. have you seen become obstacles mm-hmm. in some of this? And how have you guys, as you led teams, all that kind of stuff, help yeah. people see, stay on this road. God mm-hmm. is first in all this, mm-hmm. even for yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we probably both have answers to this question. Do you want to start? Go ahead. Okay. Well, I, okay. <laughs> I, I think about this a lot because I think, uh, even for me personally, my first mission trip was to Africa. We were building houses. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, thinking I've reached the pinnacle. I think a lot of times there are students that graduate from high school and yeah. go to a, a mission like YWAM. Yeah. And they experience mountaintop moments when they're 18 and 19. And then they come home and they're like, well, what now? Yeah. And yeah. I think we all exactly. have that where there's some sp- spiritual fatigue because we've seen the mm-hmm. mountaintop. So yeah. now, you know, mm-hmm. like, well, now what's even? And I think, again, it goes back to we talk a lot specifically locally, but we'll start doing it even more globally. We are not the provider. Mm-hmm. We we are here on behalf of the provider yeah. to point you to him. Yeah. And that's not a normal thought, I think, for flesh yeah. <laughs> no. to think. It's not. And so we would rem- like to be yeah, we, the solution. Right. Yeah. Like it feels good to help somebody, yeah. but remembering that we we're doing it on behalf of yeah. the Lord. We are not the Lord. Yeah. And I think the only antidote to that is time in the word and community with other yeah. people mm-hmm. uh, and and a connection to the Lord through prayer mm-hmm. and all of those other things. Because I think it's the accountability of remembering that this is not because of us or for us. It's the privilege of getting yeah. to be part of it. Um, but I also, I, I think reminding ourselves all of those things is really important. Um, but that's why reentry and stuff is is a big deal. But I also think anytime there's something that is really a, like a place where we would put a mile marker down yeah. in our faith, we want to go back to that yeah. all the time. And it's like high school football when you're like, hey, remember when we won that championship, guys? <laughs> you're still wearing your letter jacket and you're 80 years old and they're like, didn't you have other good wins That's in your awesome. life? Why yeah. are we still talking about that one? And I think it's no, it's no, no, it's our responsibility, but also yeah. the opportunity of the people in yeah. our lives to help us remember one, Stay rooted in the word, mm-hmm. stay connected to the Lord in prayer, and be with other people that will help you walk that out. Mm-hmm. But also, it's again the application yeah. because um, just like knowing the word so much but never applying yeah. it is yeah. you're missing out. Yeah. I also think having that experience and then staying there, yeah. man, you're just missing out. Yeah, and the good. Lord will let you stay there. Yeah. I mean, like if if you go, nope, I'm not doing anything else. But man, what a, what a world it would be if yep. you then go pull other people and go, I had this experience in Sierra Leone and my life has changed and I want you to, mm-hmm. to experience, yeah. even if you don't go over yeah. there. Um, but I think it's the application. It's yes. ongoing yeah. application mm-hmm. um, of what we know to be true, mm-hmm. which isn't as 
Um, sometimes that's hard because it feels really good to just be in the lifeboat and go, mm-hmm. let's just keep talking about that time years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's true. And I'll let Kelly finish. Like that idea of like, I think so many times when we prepare for stuff like that, we think, um, well, we're taking God there. Yes. And, and we're we're going to we're going to get yeah, that is a good way to describe it. We're yeah. going to take God yeah. there, and they're God's gonna, not there, but we're going to bring it. We're going to show them how, and God is already at work. Yes, yeah. it may not be the way that you yeah. saw, and that's probably some of the biggest friction, there. right? Like, yep. wait, this doesn't match, but God's still working, and oh man, what a good reminder mm-hmm. that is that mm-hmm. that sure. He's at work, and and if you're willing to be teachable and moldable. Mm-hmm. And I think the Bible talks about that a lot. Yes. He's going to, yes, yeah. he's going to, mm-hmm. um, he's going to show you and, and, and just impress upon you. And he's so much bigger than your view was. Mm-hmm. For so. sure. Yeah. I, I can, attest, I mean, yes, I've had those mountaintop um, experiences, mm-hmm. you know, especially when I was younger yeah. and uh, Hey, look at me, look what yeah, I did. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I vividly remember it was probably, oh, maybe 20 years ago. I can't remember if I had kids yet. Um, just feeling a heart change. Hmm. And I think it a heart change of just, God, help me to see what you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. show me what I can do, um, you know. And I think that has just been, since that point, a lifelong journey. Hmm. And I think serving and mission trips, it's not about the that in time experience, but it's just um, a point in uh, an experience in my timeline, I guess. It's just part of me now. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what I try to tell people is let it, let it change your heart and Mm -hmm. who you are, I guess, Mm -hmm. and how you live out your life. Yeah, Yeah. that's good. That's good. Yeah. And I think that is, I think keeping that in perspective that and God, God worked in me there. He still wants to work in me here. And and how mm-hmm. do I continue to carry that? Yeah, it doesn't need to be another marker high. If you get that chance, sure, awesome. Yeah, but man, God, the God that worked in you then is still the same that's calling you now mm-hmm. to to mm-hmm. the things that you're doing because those things just prepared you for what you do now right. with with everything that you do at the church and in our community and mm-hmm. and. Yeah for the moving that you've done, you know, through the course of your, your husband's time and your time in the, in the military and the armed forces. Um, it just, it's set. I think it's, I believe it's prepared you well to, mm-hmm. to be in the preparer of engagement that you are. That's good. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Did you have anything in close? No, I just so- want to tell you guys, thank you. It's been awesome. These <gasps> last two episodes are good. And I would say with her could probably even be some future ones of just talking through Hey, how do I help a person like toxic charity? And how do I personally? Oh, right? like, there's just bigger conversations yeah, around this. This was kind yeah. of more of like, hey, mm-hmm. church, time, yeah, yeah, introduction mm-hmm. stuff. And so I think down the road there can be some no, future ones of just how do we navigate that on an individual mm-hmm. level? Mm-hmm. Um, church mm-hmm. level, here's what we're doing, but individually, yeah. how mm-hmm. do we be that outreach focused in our own lives? Yeah. But I yeah. think this stuff was. I awesome. think it's great. And as a church, awesome. I'm going, man, I've got some options in front of me. I can mm-hmm. be part of some global stuff and be part of some local stuff. Uh, you don't really have an excuse anymore because yeah. you no. heard it. No, I would I would encourage you. At, stop stop these ladies on the weekend yeah. and say, hey, help me out. Uh, you can get a hold of them at the office. And yeah. they they usually do a pretty good job of responding in a timely manner. Of, we love coffee, usually. usually. I'm going to go with all the time. We're, we're pretty good. I, if if I, I do am. say so on myself, I'm sorry. Like so. Toot toot. Is that, is that what's going on here? <laughs> I love talking. So if, if somebody needs that. to have yes, coffee, yes. it will happen Absolutely. very soon. Absolutely.
Cool. Well, very cool. Well, Thank thanks you. a lot, ladies. Appreciate your time mm-hmm. and, and your hearts for, for what you do and excited about, man, what's coming around the corner. So thanks yes. again. Yeah. Thanks, go. guys.